Hello, and welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. everybody welcome to big blend radio's vacation station travel show every third wednesday we get to chat with cheryl ogle she is a world traveler a travel advisor and she owns the travel company hey wanna go and she specializes in helping people book and plan trips to europe the uk and take awesome river and ocean cruises especially now so many people are families are getting together and having these multi-generational experiences which I think is awesome. So I encourage you to go to her website, heywanagogo.com. And when you're there, check out her blog because she talks about Alaska. Now is the time to make your plans to go to Alaska for 2024. So welcome back, Cheryl. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. It's always good to see you, Lisa. You too. Hey, want to go? You want to go to Alaska? Now, you didn't know that you wanted to go to Alaska. Then you went to Alaska and said, what was I thinking? Right. I I don't like mountains. Anyone who knows me knows I just don't like them. I get car sick. So I don't feel well when I'm in the mountains. So it's hard to really embrace it. I appreciate they are God's. I mean, he, he has created magnificent mountains. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not for me. Um, But so when I was invited to go to Alaska on an Alaska training cruise, I thought, hey, it's a cruise. You know, it'll it'll be fine. You know, we were going to be in training most of the day. But I thought it'll be a good time to experience Alaska. I can check it off. And then I went and I thought, oh, my word, uh, it, it's phenomenal. And that's coming from someone who doesn't like mountains. Uh, one thing that I, I that I will say that I love about it, because I ended up going again 18 months later, um, you can make it a totally different trip each time you go. Mm. So it, it's not that, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in Ketchikan doing the same old thing. The when you start adding your excursions and uh, wandering around different ports and things, it looks entirely different every time you experience mm. it. And so Alaska, I love Alaska, and I I already know I need to go back. I don't know when mm. I have time, but um, I need to go back. Maybe twenty twenty five. Yeah. So when when you go, most people are taking a cruise, right? Do most of them cruise yes. out of Seattle? Is that the main spot? Most do only, and that's not necessarily the best way to go, but most of my clients do cruise out of Seattle because they're, it's time. Um, and so getting time off and they've got their kids or kids need to go to another parents or, you know, it's, life is complicated. And so you can't mm-hmm. always just say like so many Europeans say, well, we're going on holiday for a month. Um, that's not realistic in our life. Um, too bad, but it's not. And so Seattle is round trip. Seattle, a seven night cruise is the easiest, generally the most least, the least expensive um, and the fastest way to do, to do okay. an Alaska cruise. And so plus you, you get to Seattle, even though Vancouver is another cruise port and um, that, you know, it's just really across the Canadian border. And so that's another option, mm-hmm. but Seattle people find a little bit easier. Okay. So, and yeah. It's, and it's also easy to fly into Seattle because of the international it, airport, you know. Exactly. C-TAC, it's SeaTac, right? SeaTac, yes. Yeah. And so even, you know, I know a lot of people like Southwest, and there's a lot of perks that come with Southwest in that you get free luggage. So Southwest flies there, depending on where you're flying from. And so 
it makes it easy to get to get to. You can get to Seattle. There are things you can do in Seattle, and I I recommend coming in. You know, one or two days early, two days mm-hmm. if you can swing it. You have to mm-hmm. be there one day early. Don't fly in the same day, but mm-hmm. um, makes it easy. You board your yeah. ship. You're you're on a cruise for a week. You're at, you know you've got a day at sea. Then you've got port days. That, you know your last day will be a day at sea primarily. Uh, maybe a quick stop in in Victoria or Vancouver, and so it's cool. a it's it's the easiest way to do it. And that, well, that's Alaska, how I've done it both times. Alaska is a high thing on my bucket list. It always has been. It has been like I mean, way up there since I was a little kid. And it is sorry, it's the mountains, right? <laughs> mountains. So we're opposite here, but I, I love. I mean, I'm a mountain girl. Too. I, you know what? Honestly, I can't say that because then if I'm in the coast, I'm like I'm a beach girl. You know, so you know what? It, it, you know, I just I love natural surroundings, and I love right. love history, and I find the Alaskan history so fascinating. And the fact that it is our final frontier, our last frontier of America, yeah. is pretty cool. And it's just such what a hearty stock of people that live there. <laughs> I'm serious, like you know, the indigenous yeah. history and culture, um, and then the wildlife. I think a lot of people, the wildlife. Talk a little bit about that because you, I remember the last time you came back from Alaska, you're like, you have to go see these glaciers now. Don't wait. Like, right, right. Um, first the glaciers are shrinking. Um, whether it's global, I mean, however you yeah, feel about that, yeah. the glaciers are shrinking worldwide. Yeah. So take that for all it's worth. Um, go. I don't know that, that they will be there for my grandkids to experience oh, in adulthood. Wow. And so. Go. Maybe they will. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I love to be, be like wrong little ice cubes. Like yeah, yeah, but they, they are shrinking, but they are phenomenal. And I just thought it's, you know, it's going to be some ice chunks. It'll be fine. The blue, and I put some pictures on my blog of the blue. I mean, it's just unbelievable to see and be sitting in a balcony cabin and you're bobbing along it. Well, you're really, you don't even feel anything when you're in that area, but it, I mean, just looking at these glaciers, just anyway, it, it's hard to even describe a picture doesn't do it justice either. You can, you just can't imagine, but the animals, um, the wildlife, oh, I was on know, a tour that's my and thing. we were heading, I think to a fit, to a salmon hatchery, which that in itself is a whole interesting experience. I love salmon and seeing really how they make, make salmon. I mean, it's, it's incredible and it explains the price. I've not complained about the price of salmon ever since I went there. And I thought, Oh yeah, that, that I understand now. Um, but we were on, so we're on a bus and we're, we're driving along the freeway and we see these little dots on the top of phone poles and we're thinking is that we're going so fast. And, and then the guy to finally realize we're all looking going, is that? And he said, Oh yeah, those are all bald eagles. And it's like eagle, eagle, eagle. I mean, no Incredible. They're, it just, they just go on and on and on. Out in a field, we saw a little bear family playing and, um, would have loved to have been, been seen a bear closer, not that close, but, um, it, yeah. Incredible. You know, you know, when I think about it, um, you know, going to me is definitely the nature and seeing whales and, you know, the bears, the grizzlies. And I know you can, there's obviously the national parks and their glacier. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got Denali, you know, um, all of these parks. So do you, can you take a cruise and say like, dudes, I need to take a day and go in the park or two days. Is, is there, are there like, can you, are there options like that? Cause I need to get out and, and see the parks. 
if you're if you're on a cruise, you are you have to be back at the port, you know, need to be back on board. And so you will have your cruise port. It may be a 7 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. So it just really depends on your stop and what you can okay. do. And you would probably need the safest bet is to be on an excursion. It's not the most fun way. I mean, it, you, you go out and see some things, but for you, knowing you and knowing what you want to do, um, you would probably be better off doing either a northbound or a southbound, arriving to Alaska a week early, having a car, exploring on your own, um, and going and seeing the parks, then jump on a cruise in Anchorage or somewhere, jump on a cruise and go southbound. Okay. So you could do like a cruise as your transport there and then hang out for a week. Exactly. Exactly. Or and maybe for a, a lot month. of people, I recommend <laughs> that. That that is a way to go have some independent time. My um my daughter and her husband and his family, they all just did a cruise, a multi-generational cruise again. And there were nine of them, I think, who went, you know, grandma and the parents and all the kids, all four kids and the spouse. And so uh, they went and they did on their own for they were about four or five days before they went to the cruise. And it was a southbound cruise. But it was it was just so special for them to be together. Mm-hmm. And all generations, they did whatever they wanted in the ports, and they usually were not together. Um, and then at night, they would have dinner together, and they did a oh. specialty dining a few times. So it's a way to really incorporate and connect as a family and say, what did you see today? What did you do? And this is mm-hmm. what we did, and this is why we did it. And so, but cool. yes, they started ahead of time because they wanted to see some extra things independently. Okay, and, so we can um, do that because there's all kinds of things like dog mushing or mushing dogs and sleighs. I don't know. Maybe we get to see Santa, but there's like also the opportunity, depending on when you go to see the Northern Lights, which would be, you know, magic, right? And that's a, those are one of those things. I mean, we thought we were going to see it uh, this spring in Wisconsin, but um, there was a different, and like we were right on a lake, like it would have been, and there was still mm-hmm. snow around the lake. And I'm like, come on. We want it. And it didn't. Oh, no, it was summer. Then we we went back in the summer. Yeah, but it didn't. It, it, it you know, weather said, sorry, uh, fake, you know, fake news. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, not to get political. Not um, tonight. No. no, 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 no. We're talking travel. That's fun. Um, yeah. You know, so there's all these different experiences you can have. But let's talk about when to plan to go, because. I mean, it is a little cold out there in the winter, and I don't know anybody who may want to go in the winter. I am not thinking after Wisconsin in winter. I don't think I want to do Alaska in winter. I think it might be a little harder. That would not be for me. And cruises, of course, don't cruise. A lot yeah. of a lot of little shops, restaurants, um, tour guides, they're seasonal. And they mm-hmm. work there during the summer, and then during the winter, they work here on the mainland, uh, you know, or mainland, I said, like I'm in Hawaii. Um, you know, but they work yeah. in the lower 48 and, um, have, have a day job. They may be school teachers and things and working September to May when they, they turn around and go back. So you, you can visit certainly independently in the winter, but you may not find touristy things to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, and know, then that makes sense. So. so when does it open? When do the first cruises happen? The first cruises you can plan on May from May and they're going into October now. Um, oh, wow. but when I, I have been on one late September, like around the 20th or so. And I already did find that there were shops, shops closing and some excursions not available because they had, mm. they had just closed for the year. September still, if you go early September, I've not, I've not witnessed a problem. Like I said, I think my cruise was the 20th through the 28th or it was something like that. So 
Um, but now I'm seeing cruises into October and that's kind of a new, newer trend of the last year or two. And so I do think that more and more you'll see the cruise lines working with some companies and you, you can be on a, a larger excursion. You'll be on a big bus with 40 people, maybe 50. Um, but you'll, you'll still be able to have a great experience if that's the only time you can go. Peak months are July and August. Okay. Best weather. Um, you also have the higher, higher prices and mm-hmm. higher prices for travel and the bigger crowds, but they weather wise, um, with everything full functioning, July and August are, are the, are the months to, to do Okay. It. Especially for multi-generational travel, that's a good time too. Yes. Get it in before out. school starts again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you but, said on, um, on your blog, you were talking about, you know, here I want to go on in parks, but you can go through Glacier Bay, right? Yes. And at, so that is a park you can go through, but you said sometimes the park rangers come on board. That's pretty yes. cool. Not, not all cruise lines do that, but several and several of my preferred cruise lines do. Um, and they, right. So when you enter Glacier Bay, they, they have a little pilot boat and, you know, and they have a ranger hop on for the day. And so he'll give lectures and you'll hear things over the speaker about off the, off the, the port side, you know, that yes, that was a whale if you thought you saw the end of it oh, or, you cool. know, things like that. And so, um, it, it is nice to have that information mm-hmm. and, you know, they'll, they may point out seals and just, just tell you a little bit of the history of the area, the history, cool. the, um, what's going on, what you're seeing. And mm. so that, that really adds to the experience instead of looking out and going, yeah, that's a pretty chunk of blue ice. Um, educate yourself. I mean, and if you, if you have no interest in that, then it's fine to sit there and say, that's a pretty chunk of blue ice. Um, that's that's okay. Yeah. But if you, for people who really want to learn a little bit more, these cruise lines do offer, you know, have, having that ranger on board and that, yeah, that just adds to any experience, I think. And a lot of people want to do the cruise really so they can see the glaciers, so they can see wildlife, uh, you know, as they're floating through. I mean, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, can you be outside on the, on the ship and see all this? Oh, cool. Yeah. It's uh, so, so a lot of people, the big thing on your, your, you'll have one day that you'll just be kind of cruising through the glaciers areas. And so and they'll, they'll sit there and they'll, <laughs> they'll almost park the ship and, and maybe depending on how, you know, the size of the ship, but they may just spin it slowly, not a car sit kind of thing, but um, you know, just very slowly. So you're going to see, but, a lot of people get up really early. They take a blanket and their coffee and they'll go, go out on the deck or go to like an, an adult, um, swim lounge where you have windows and reserve a chair for the day. If you have a balcony mm. cabin, you don't have to get up and go fight for the chairs and fight for the spot. I mean, if you want to be out there among the masses, but I kind of enjoyed being in my cabin on my own and I could make yeah. myself a cup of tea and sit there. And if I got cold, I'd come back in. Um, but it, I, I understand both sides. And so if you have mm-hmm. a big group of people and you, you all want to be together, you go out and you, you stand along the railings, you bundle up, you're fine. You're fine. You warm yeah, just, up. Again. Just pack, yeah, pack the right clothes, right? So there's, exactly. There's no, there's no wrong or bad weather. It's just bad clothing. So, yeah. and then I, I was on one cruise line and they, they came around serving hot chocolate. And so that was fun when you're sitting there mm. and you're thinking, oh, just a little hot chocolate would be nice. And they're, they're just serve little mini cups of hot chocolate. And, and so that Perfect. was a nice little treat on the, you know, on that glacier day. But, mm. but I do recommend, I mean, going back to the balcony cabin, this is one of the places you want. A, well, I think you need a balcony cabin anytime, but the, for Alaska, um, and my upcoming cruise to Norway, you absolutely want to be able to be in your cabin and just 
sit outside for a minute and see that beauty that that's not one where you skimp. Yeah. So that let's talk about money. Okay. Because, um, and I also want to talk about food because, you know, there's no way you're getting off the show without talking about food. We're so good at it. Do they serve cake? That's important. You got hot chocolate? We want we cannot cake. talk about cake. I'm oh, off the cake. On. Okay. Excuse me. All right. But um, anyway, so the pricing, what should people je- – I know everything's different according to number of days, excursions, whether you're, you know, getting the the balcony, you know, all of that kind of thing. But in general, what should people start to look at like per person for like a mid, like a week cruise and just generally? I know for, a, for a balcony cabin, a summer cruise, um, plan, plan to spend. I mean, and this, this is pretty low, but 2000 to 2500 per person based on double, double occupancy for a balcony cabin. And then if you want beverage packages, dining packages, all of that does add up. Um, that can, it, it, and some people love it. So it can pay off if you're going to do specialty dining or have a beverage package anyway. So, but plan on, and there, there are lower costs, you know, everything yeah. depends. And so don't, don't say, well, I went to princess.com and I found it cheaper. I, I'm booking direct through princess for you as well. So, um, mm. I'm so sorry. I've got allergies and my, it makes my whole oh. skin. So. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a ballpark so people can see. Yeah. Because by the time you start adding things on and taxes and stuff, you know, it, it does, but that, yeah. And so gives you an got, idea that 2000, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if you're a couple, you know, estimate 2000. And if you don't want the balcony cabin, you can save money and you can probably get in for about a thousand, twelve hundred a person. So mm-hmm. it can be done. A balcony, you know, it, it, don't let that stop you. If you can't afford it, don't say, well, we, we can't afford to go. Yes, you can. We'll do an inside cabin and you'll just need to be out to see the beauty. You, you go out yeah. and there are plenty of main and public areas. So and they give you hot chocolate. So you know. sometimes they do. So yeah, we like that. Really we like that. I yes. love it. I, I think this is exciting for people to go and, you know, yes. for kids to see this whole other world, right? It's, it's like, if you can't do Antarctica, go to Alaska. You know, it's it's like the mini Antarctica. You know, exactly. It's the it's the easier, affordable Antarctica, but yeah. it's it's perfect for kids. And I I always thought of it as being an old people's cruise, really, because I thought mm-hmm. this is what rich old people do. They cruise to Alaska. How dumb is that? And then I went and educated myself, and and I've been on excursion with kids, and to see them going, wow, that's an eagle, that's a whale, that's a seal. Um, so many of these kids don't have these outdoor experiences and mm. see these, see these things. I've seen eagles before. I've never seen that many at once. I was on a Zodiac tour about 18 months ago as an excursion and our guide kind of turned and looked at the crowd. There were a couple of little boys, like probably eight and 10. And he said, asked his parents, how did we feel about the circle of life? And they said, we're good. And he said, okay, we're going to go to a little Island. And there was a beached whale that had, had Ooh. beached itself and died. And there were dozens of bald eagles feeding. I mean, so there's, oh, wow. you know, it's a circle of life. I saw the Lion King yeah. yesterday. It's a circle of life. Um, but the kids are like, wow, Dude. you know, that, that's a, that's a dead whale. Well, uh, but it really, it was an incredible. As, you're What's not that? as bad as Nancy. I said, you're not as bad as Nancy and I going to, we were on uh, Point Reyes, uh, Reyes National Seashore on California coast. Okay. And, and um, there was something, I think a dead seal. And there were vultures hopping on and eating. And that's, you know, we're sitting there watching them eating lunch. So 
we understand the circle. Of, you know, we're weird, right? But the, well, most and we weren't here, right there on it. And vultures no, are grosser than eagles. You know? uh, but hey, they're, they're, they're the yeah. cleanup crew. We like them. We need them. In, but in it life, was, but. I mean, it was really, it was cool for these kids, especially. And I thought, you know, there were grandparents on there. So, I mean, there were, and, and nice. there were only 20 of us. So you've got, it's, it, there are things that everyone can like to, can enjoy, you know, all mm-hmm. ages. And so you'll have an excursion that kids enjoy. Mom and dad enjoy, grandma and grandpa enjoy, um, or you go off and you do your own thing throughout the day. And then you have dinner together every night and you say, what did you see? What did you do? Yeah, that, that's and the cool thing about cruises for multi-generational trips. What yeah. about the food? Um, when you hop off the, I mean, obviously cruise ships are famously known for their food, right? And everything. But once you get to Alaska, it's right. got to be a lot of seafood and, yes. you know. And if yeah. you love, if you love lobster, of course, you know, you can go anywhere and have, have lobster and you'll, you'll pay dearly for it. I mean, not lobster crap. I'm sorry. Um, it's early here. So, <laughs> um, crab doesn't even sound good at 8 a.m., but, um, <laughs> you can walk in, you can, you can do a big bucket of crab legs. You can go on a, on a, like I said, the salmon hatchery. I've done that a couple of times and then they finish with the salmon meal. Um, another place has a, has a nice tour and then an all you can eat salmon meal and the salmon's wow. incredible. My, my retirement job in my mind is to go work summers in Alaska serving coleslaw at a salmon bake. So <laughs> I just think how fun would that be? So, you know, one day we'll see. Um, but there, there is, if you love seafood and if you don't, there's, there's plenty of other just regular choices. Um, well, cool. But that's cool to know for people to have something a little different to go, right? Cause I mean, Alaska is famous for its seafood, you know. Exactly. And it's salmon, obviously, too. Exactly. And you can go, you can go on a, on a fishing excursion if you like. I've had clients do that and it's, um, it just said it was wow. something once in a lifetime for them. And in the, in the meantime on that, they saw so many whales, um, they just couldn't describe it, you know, so. Well, the fishing excursion is a big deal. Um, one of our yes. friends, Linda Kassam, she's a travel writer, but her and her husband every summer, who lives in mm-hmm. Arizona during the fall and winter, and then summer is they're off on their boat and they cruise around mm-hmm. like British Columbia. And then the one year we're doing Alaska and then we're going to go fishing. She's like, don't even, it is. And we've had seen a sea on our show and they are an Alaskan fishery. Okay. A fishing company. And so they do wild caught, uh, fish and send it. You, you know, Nancy and I know nothing about okay. fish, right? Cause we're allergic to it. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, we doesn't mean we're not covering it because, you know, our listeners like fish. Um, <laughs> but anyway, shoot, they were talking about how difficult Alaska is in regards to like, you have to drop your line like straight down and there's like all these, you know, you, you have mountains above, you have mountains underneath there basically and yeah. how, the fishing out there is not like, you know, going to California and fishing off a boat in California. This is right. a whole other thing and you have to have permits and training. And so going on a special excursion, I think that would be the way to go. And, exactly. You, know. you, you don't, this isn't something you just pop off the boat and, and rent a little fishing pole and go, it's no, you go and they, they've taken care of everything. And if you're on one where they are, they're, you know, processing and freezing the meat and sending it back home, that's great. Um, wow, that's cool. There, right. There are some like that. And so, but no, you, you definitely want to go with a guide, a professional guide who has, 
lined everything up because there are so many legalities in it, um, as there should be. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it, this is beautiful country. Don't go out and wreck it. It's, mm. it's special. I want to go see a moose. I want to <laughs> see a moose in Alaska. That's I my would thing. I that too. You I've not seen one, one yet. Yeah, because I know you'll end up going back again. I will go back, and I I may look to take a group in 2025 or something. We'll see. We might have to go with you. I don't know. We'll see. That would be so much fun. But who who would watch my cat? (laughs) I don't know. That's the problem. But hey, you know what? Too, it is all about its northern exposure. The TV show's fault. But we actually went to the town um, where they filmed Northern Exposure, Roslyn. I think Roslyn or something like that. It's in Washington State. Okay. And it's beautiful little town. And we went to the bar in Northern, of course we did, right? And they have a spittoon that goes uh, along the bar, uh, the floor of the actual bar itself. And then every year they have little boat races down the spittoon. Cause it's like a little channel anyway. And you can see where the radio station was from the TV show, everything. And, but you know, wow. our, our hunky dude wasn't there. So that was kind of like. You know, I, I really don't watch TV. And so I'm, I've Northern heard of exposure it. Northern was like, oh, it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing. You should, you'd like it. I, I'm yeah, just I'm saying. Just not a TV person. It's, I don't have it's time Alaska. for it. It's I, I don't know. I still don't have time for it. <laughs> but it, but it wasn't, it was, and it was in Alaska, but it was cool because people had to come right. in on seaplanes and stuff like that. You're like, oh, Ooh, that's that so cool. cool and different. The seaplanes, yeah. like, do you have, are those any part of the excursions? Like you can go on a seaplane or I want to go like on a seaplane. I have seen one before. Um, and, uh, you know, really I, I will, I will glance over excursions, but my clients, I, I recommend they, they pour over them. And so, yeah. and see what's right for you because I can't, that's something that's so subjective. I can say, well, that looks fun. And they go, that looks so boring or something. So oh, yeah, exactly. I, Everybody I really, has what they. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't spend a lot of time looking at the excursions. I spend more time looking at the cruises and the ports and what time they're in ports. So you can say, oh yeah, that they all go to the same ports. Not necessarily. And you're not always at the same, um, you know, in a port. Sometimes they have, they have different, um, berths. And so one ship may be 10 miles away. And so oh. I, I really do like to focus on where, you know, where the ship is coming from, where it's going, um, how old is the ship? What's the capacity of the ship? Um, what are the dynamics yeah. of the ship? I have cruise lines I don't sell because I don't feel like my clients will have a great experience on them. And so you can book those yourself. I don't, I don't want to attach my name to them. So anyway, wow. there's a lot that goes into it, but for excursions, I want my clients to look at it and tell me what sounds good to you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause you're making sure the logistics, because the excursions are all planned from the, the cruise line. It's right. like, I that's can plan it all part. for you, but it's going to be based on what I like. And so, yeah. um, I'm yeah. not an, not an outdoors girl. I don't, she'll, you know, she'll so be I'm, sending Nancy and I to a clam bake and we're going, all right, we've got giant lips now. I don't like, I don't like clams. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it could but be a salmon hatchery. Um, I don't know, but, but yeah, but no, but there's I, so I, many I, options. And so even if you returned and you, and you do it with, with a spouse or a partner one year, and then you think, oh, we want to bring mom and dad. We want to bring the kids. Um, it can look entirely different. Mm. So it, you know, it absolutely, we, we, even if you mix it up with a new port or something, but excursions make it completely different every time. Okay. So it, it is something that's, I was wrong. I was wrong. It, it's not a one and done at all. So. Mm. Okay. Well, 
You've looking forward to there. you having fun. I know I'm going to have to. This is a bucket list thing, you know. Yeah. And then when you then it's like when you get to your bucket list destinations and they live up to it and go beyond, then it's really dangerous because then you know you're going to have to go back just like what happened with you, you yeah. know. Exactly. So, very exactly. cool. Well, so. thank you as always, Cheryl, for all your good tips and advice. Everyone, again, heywanagogo.com is the website to keep up with Cheryl. I'll have a link in the show notes for her blog so you can read all about Alaska. She's here every third Wednesday, and Big Blend Radio airs every day, sometimes two to three times in a day. Who knows? Keep up with us at bigblendradio.com, and thank you all for listening. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you.